This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry, bringing to you the Short Talk Bulletin, published by the Masonic Service Association of North America every month since 1923. This, the Short Talk Bulletin podcast, is produced in cooperation with the MSA and is made possible with the generous support of a grant from the Grand Lodge AF&AM of Minnesota. This is Right Worship Brother Robert Weber bringing to you Volume 49, Number 3 for March 1971, Our Masonic Heritage and Purpose. This short talk is an address which was given by New Hampshire's past Grand Master Herbert E. Kimball at the noon luncheon of the annual communication of the Grand Lodge of New Hampshire on May 16, 1970. In times of tension and crisis that test man's motives, our Masonic heritage reminds us that it is our Masonic purpose to make good men better men through a noble way of living. Some 253 years ago, in an hour of great degeneracy, lewdness, drunkenness, wanton behavior, obscenity in profusion, religion at a low ebb, and steadily losing in influence. Masonry had also fallen on hard times. Then it was that in London, the Masons of Conviction met and formed the Grand Lodge of England, and a great moral revival took place. The cathedral and the human soul was rebuilt, not of stones and mortar, but of man's hunger for truth and goodness, of his love of God, and of his loyalty to his fellow man. Thus began our Masonic heritage, that in times of moral crisis, Masonry should become the vehicle to re-enlist man's support of his church, of his country, and his brother man. This heritage and our Masonic purpose have enabled us to survive two great struggles in our beloved country, the war which earned us our independence, and the civil war which divided families and found blood brothers fighting and killing each other. Masonry, however, remained a house undivided, a fraternity that could still exist, mitigating the harshness of the conflict and remaining unbroken while all around them states and churches were torn apart. This is certainly one of the great wonders of history, the example of Masons of the North and South, who could lay down their weapons and under the white flag of armistice stand side by side at the open grave of a distinguished brother, Mason to perform our last rites of love and respect in a great inheritance passed on to us and remembered by us as a great heritage. But it is our heritage also that masonry could withstand the ravages of two world wars, a Korean engagement, and now an Asiatic conflict of expanding dimensions. Temples were confiscated or destroyed, records and properties burned, but still the true depository of masonry was untouched because it is treasured in the hearts of men. It is our heritage also that in 1919 the Masonic Service Association of the United States was formed out of sheer necessity to serve Masons in a way that 49 Grand Lodges could not do so well individually. It really made operative Masonry into cooperative Masonry and is perhaps the greatest single accomplishment of symbolic Masonry in our country in the past century. But it also our Masonic heritage, and we have made it our strong purpose to support our youth programs, and thus do we express our concern for the citizenry of tomorrow. Today our nation is again torn by unrest and alarming dissent. On most of our college campuses, we witness violent outbursts of youth, little or no respect for persons, property, or principles. 
The pendulum of time has swung to extremes, and all about us we see men abandoning standards of behavior once accepted, even required as necessary for good, decent living. The gap between what we profess and what we perform makes our immorality even more ugly than ever before. Society is allowing some individuals to assume that the right to protest and dissent carries with it the right to destroy. We have been so permissive that there is danger we will mistake their noise for logic, their anger for argument, their militance for virtue, their gripes for principles. These young people responding undoubtedly to some outside leadership of passionate commitment must be challenged with the fact that the revolution they are demanding will visit all of us with a terrible punishment. They must be told that there are legal and constitutional processes to accommodate the changes needed to right wrongs and cure injustices. This is an hour when concerned citizens, dedicated leaders in every area of human activity, Masons surely included, must refuse to permit these self-styled active radical revolutionaries to take the law into their own hands, substituting their own consciences and personal concepts of what is right for the established and time-tested practices which protect them and us. We are face-to-face with a great moral crisis in America, and we must reaffirm the truth that protest which deprives others of equal opportunity to speak and be heard, or which requires the physical seizure of property, or which disrupts the educational process evicts administrators from their offices, destroys valuable papers and books. All these are incompatible with the democratic way and process upon which we depend for safety and protection. We are a nation in deep trouble, and like our Masonic ancestors of 1717, it is incumbent upon us to stage a great revival, to enlist Masons everywhere to a full practice again of those great principles which are the foundation stones of our fraternal edifice faith in God, love in defense of our country, and love and service to our fellow man. It is not enough today for Masonry to go quietly about the business of conferring degrees while ignoring the chaos and anarchy all about us. We must each look to our example, do our bit faithfully, and to the best of our ability. Then shall the sum of all our efforts be great enough to leave the world a little better than when we found it with a deeper faith in God to guide us, with a society gentler with justice, wiser in understanding and pity, happier in its brotherhood. This is indeed our Masonic heritage and our Masonic purpose, that a plan of action, a way of life as old as time itself, simple in its concepts, universal in its truth and appeal, shall work in the lives of men and change their hearts and minds through love, inspiration, understanding and helpfulness, and thus bring to reality the ways of peace and brotherhood. Tony B. tells us that the divine spark of creative power is still alive in us, and if we have the grace to kindle it into flame, then the stars and their courses cannot defeat our efforts to attain the goal of human endeavor and happiness. Our Masonic fraternity cannot afford the luxury of indifference. So what is happening all about us? We must put into practice the great principles which have given us our power, love, faith, understanding, helpfulness.
Perhaps there is a lesson for us from the stately jack pines of British Columbia, whose seeds require artificial heat of some intensity to release them from the cone. After a forest fire, the seeds find release, and the stirrings of life within them produce the young pine. It may be that similarly, things lie deep within the human spirit, embedded, dormant, inactive. Until some great turmoil sweeps our lives like a great forest fire sweeps the jack pine growth. Some moment of great agony which involves man and his nation, like the present hour. Then are released the forces of good that have been locked up through the years and call for a deep personal concern on our part. Then, like the jack pine, a man stands tall and straight against the sky in support of his deepest convictions. The young radicals are willing to support their positions with their lives if need be, but so am I. I can do no more, and I am unwilling to do less, for I am a Mason. This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry, and this has been the Short Talk Bulletin Podcast produced in cooperation with the Masonic Service Association of North America for the purpose of providing a common stock of vetted Masonic information to all of the constituent lodges of all of the member jurisdictions and is made possible through a generous grant from the Grand Lodge AFNAM of Minnesota who have been engaging and inspiring good men who believe in a supreme being to live according to the Masonic tenets of brotherly love, relief, and truth since 1853.